Welcome to the Moose Room. Today, it's just the dynamic duo, Brad and Emily today. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe is a little under the weather today, so uh, we certainly miss him, but we are going on without him. There will be no veterinary perspective at all today, so I'm excited. No, Good, sorry, yeah. Joe. Sorry, Joe. We don't need him. Uh, but today, Emily and I are going to talk about one of our passions with dairy and that's 4-H. A little bit about how 4-H has shaped our dairy career and some opportunities for dairy and 4-H in the future and kind of give us an all-around perspective today on how some of the youth programs affected us and our lives and what we're doing in Minnesota. We thought this was a good thing for us to talk about with the state fair, you know, right around the corner, county fairs are going strong, starting to finish up. And 4-H is run by University of Minnesota Extension. And so because of that, I feel like that's how Brad and I have really been able to stay tied to Minnesota 4-H specifically. Interesting tidbit. Emily and I actually met through 4-H dairy programming a long time ago. Yes. Yes. Uh, we had the National 4-H Dairy Conference uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. It was held during World Dairy Expo Week. And I was the chaperone, and Emily was a little 4-H'er attending the dairy conference. And we had a blast touring farms and seeing all the dairy sites in Madison. And then Bradley broke my ankle. But that's neither here nor there. So the the National 4-H Dairy Conference is kind of a great example of one of those opportunities that is available, you know, for youth. And obviously really had an impact on on me and and what I want to do with my future and and yes even meeting Bradley I don't I really don't think we'd be as close as we are today if we hadn't met then um you know and Brad's really helped me through my career and that kind of thing so yes this is basically just going to be me and Brad singing the praises of 4H exactly it's, it's going to be reminiscing and uh, we're going to get sappy no not really but yeah uh, sure we are so a walk down memory lane with the dynamic. Exactly, exactly. And sort of how you you might learn a little bit about uh, Emily and Brad today and how uh, 4-H has sort of shaped our dairy careers. Emily and I are both from Minnesota. I'm from Wabasha County in the southeast part of the state and grew up there with uh, 4-H and a wonderful 4-H extension agent, uh, Patrick Jurek, who is still uh, in 4-H today. Kind of Yeah, some- shout out Patrick. Exactly, from the Rochester area. Emily is from LeSueur County, so more uh, central Minnesota. South and, uh, central Minnesota. South central Minnesota. We both grew up showing dairy cattle. That's that's probably the big thing that gets a lot of people, uh, youth, excited about 4-H and dairy is showing. I showed uh, the correct answer, Jersey, uh-huh. uh, all the time. So, <laughs> Oh, I do have an important question for you, Bradley. It's not a super secret question. Well, maybe because you don't know what it is, but what was the name of your 4-H club you were in growing up? It was the Hilltop Pheasants. Oh, okay. And what, what was the meaning of the name, right? 4-H clubs, their names always have a meaning. Long time ago. So, so it, it it was two clubs that joined together. One was called the Hilltop Hot Shots. The other one, which was actually started by my mom, was called the Mount Pleasant 
pheasants. And uh, when those two clubs got a little bit smaller in size, they joined together and took one uh, name from each and called the Hilltop Pheasants. Mount Pleasant Pheasants. Say that five times fast. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. So, and those are township names. You know, most of the the 4-H clubs are are named after townships. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I belong to the Tyrone Troopers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because we were a Tyrone township. Tell me about showing, Emily. You know, we, we, we both showed and, and how does that sort of get kids involved in, in 4-H and how did you do that with, with showing of cattle? So I grew up on a dairy farm. There are also opportunities for kids that don't live on farms through the lease program. They can actually lease a dairy animal and still show. Uh, but for me, so I grew up on our farm and I kind of had the advantage in that I was the youngest in my family. So I got to watch my four older siblings come up in 4-H and start to show and, and have that experience. And I saw how much they loved it, how much they enjoyed it. And I just knew it was something I wanted to do. And for me, I think that was really the most formative experience and what built my passion for cows and for dairy. It just gets you right into it. You know, that, that you're, you're always working with, uh, most people show heifers, uh, small calves, young calves, and in 4-H to kind of start it out, you know, even I think about my kids today, I showed uh, jerseys uh, when I was in 4-H and now my kids show jerseys and Holsteins and crossbreds. And it's uh, still nice to see the passion there that youth have for showing cattle. It kind of is the door to getting them excited about agriculture and about dairy. And there's many other opportunities that, that showing leads to. So in Minnesota, of course, we have the wonderful state fair. Sorry, Iowa, for those of you that listen into Iowa, shout out Kevin, but Minnesota State <laughs> Fair is, you know, one of the, the grand state fairs. I have been to Iowa Not State Fair. One well. of, it's the. The, it's the. Uh, but I have been to the Iowa State Fair and it's a wonderful fair for agriculture as well. So if you're uh, in that area, check out the Iowa State Fair too. But Minnesota State Fair does a lot of things with 4-H and with dairy and it brings kids from all 87 counties in Minnesota, all together in in St. Paul at the state fair. And we shove about 400 dairy animals into a huge cattle barn uh, from heifers to cows. And kids get to meet everybody from all over the state. And that is probably one of the best things that I see from a dairy perspective is just Minnesota is a huge state where they can uh, learn what other people are doing all over the state from dairy perspective. And with that, too, it allows the youth to start to build their network. I went to college at the University of Minnesota, where the boat, Skyuma, go Gophers. And when I got to school at the U, I already knew a ton of my classmates because, yeah, I had shown in 4-H with them. So we saw each other at the state fair and at Quiz Bowl and all that. And that was so cool that it was like I already had these people I knew people I could depend on for help or or you know studying together or what it might whatever it might be so I think that's a really great point Brad about how this brings youth in from all over the state and really allows them to to get to know one another and Minnesota is a big state so these are people that the kids might not otherwise meet and we have some cool things that we do at the state fair where we get kids together to do workshops. So they learn about some dairy activities, AI, making butter, calf raising, all of that stuff, workshops that we do. Uh, we have obviously the showing, which is a lot of the reason why the 
people go to the state fair. And we also have the 4-H Dairy Showcase that we we started, oh, maybe seven, eight years ago now, or maybe it's even been 10 oh, years. Oh, it's more than long. that. Oh, it Let's see. I graduated from 4-H in 2010, and that was the second year of it. Okay, so it um yeah maybe 2009 12, yeah 13 years wow well 12 years dang so that's been a good thing uh to recognize dairy youth in Minnesota so it's it's not an auction uh, they have to go through a application process and fill out all of the activities they are in for dairy so it's not just about showing it you can be in quiz bowl and dairy judging and if you're doing demonstrations on dairy or whatever aspects that you might do in dairy around the state. And they judge your leadership profile. Obviously you have to have a, an animal that does well at the state fair to, to get into the dairy showcase. But there we really recognize a lot of good dairy youth uh, with nice monetary uh, gifts and banners. And it uh, really helps encourage youth to be more involved in the dairy industry in Minnesota. Yeah, and I've been really closely involved with the Dairy Showcase the past several years. And again, shout out to Patrick Durick, our coworker. Uh, he is really the driving force behind that from the 4-H side. He does a lot of work on that. And so I get to work with him on that. That's how I got to know Patrick, actually. And we get these kids that are in the showcase several years in a row, which is great. And they deserve it. And it's so cool to hear about what they do with the money that they win, because almost all of them are either, you know, reinvesting it in their project. So using it to buy an animal or buy equipment or facilities or something like that, you know, or they're putting it in savings for college or something. I mean, they are making really good choices with this money. And like I said, I think especially that they want to reinvest it back into their project really shows, like Brad said, that really powerful connection and gateway that 4-H can be for youth into dairy. Right. And I think, you know, a lot of that starts at, at the county level. Obviously, we, you know, we, we maybe haven't given enough credit to the county 4-H areas, but that's where a lot of this starts. You know, I'm a, I'm a leader in our county here where we're doing dairy judging and dairy quiz bowl, and we have some dairy ambassadors where we're uh, going out into the public, teaching uh, the public about dairy and providing samples of product, trying to get people more excited about the dairy industry and dairy products. So that's really where it starts is, is good leaders and, and good staff to help encourage these uh, people. We also have a, a lease program in our county where we get more people involved in, in showing uh, as sort of the gateway and then get them excited more about projects in in dairy. But we talk about national as well, you know, and Emily and I went to National 4-H Dairy Conference, and that still goes on. We were in 2009, right? Oh boy, I forget. No, no? 2007. Oh. Seven. Oh my gosh, it's been that long. Well, I'm I flattered you think I'm so young, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that's been a wonderful experience where you get, um, you can know people from all over the U.S. that are excited in dairy. You know, we had states from, you know, the Midwest, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, but we also had uh, youth from Washington State and New York, and there may have been some people from Florida and, you know, all over the, the U.S. where you can learn about different aspects and dairy and uh, you get a, 
you know, a few hundred kids uh, together in Madison, Wisconsin for the week. And it's just a great time. Uh, I have chaperoned that and I am now on the committee for the National 4-H Dairy Conference. So I'm um, excited to be back uh, together with that. And we, you know, we, we tour a lot of, we go to some farms. Um, we've, we've all gone to Crave Brothers Farms. Uh, we go to Hordes Dairyman, ABS Global. We do some things in, in Madison. So it's, it's a great time learning about the dairy industry and just being with other people from all over the US uh, that share the same passion. Uh, so it's a wonderful experience, right, Emily? Yeah, I I still have contact with connections I made at National Dairy Conference many years ago from all over the country, right? Florida, Pennsylvania, California. It's it's really incredible that we have the opportunity to do that and and I'm so excited that you're on the committee now. That's yeah, it should be fun. We unfortunately we're we're not having it this year uh a lot of uh, construction-related issues and stuff on the UW-Madison campus, but uh, we'll be going back in 2022 uh, with the National 4-H Dairy Conference, so it should be a good time. Looking forward to it. So I, I think kind of as a wrap, you know, we'll, uh, Emily and I will we kind of want to tell a, a little bit about how 4-H and, and dairy has affected our lives and in our career, and for myself, it's helped me in my my job, I work with the University of Minnesota Extension now. Dairy got me excited. I went to college for dairy production, uh, grad school for dairy. I learned great public speaking skills in 4-H with dairy judging and other conferences that I had a chance to go to. So it's really, 4-H is really what, what helped me sort of seal the deal with agriculture and stay in the dairy world. Without 4-H, who knows where, where Brad would have been. What about you, Emily? It's it's so many things like my story is so similar to yours. And I think we have a lot of colleagues that have this very similar story that for me, 4-H was really my pipeline into the university and into my career. I always joke with people that I'm a U of M lifer, but I really am. You know, I was involved with 4-H through the university since kindergarten. That's how I got involved with showing dairy. And that's how I became familiar with the University of Minnesota campus. And then that's where I chose to go to college. And then I liked it so much, I decided to work there. And eight years later, I'm still here. And I have said this before to anybody that will listen. I really think 4-H is the reason I'm here today, right? It's, it's kind of why I took the path that I did. And I'm so glad that I did. So, and, and like you said too, Bradley, the skills you get, public speaking skills, you know, confidence, teamwork, discipline, all of those things. 4-H is, was my first opportunity to explore those types of skills and, and work on them. And it definitely came in handy later in life that I already knew how to do some of these things and, and already felt comfortable working in teams or speaking in public. So this was basically an episode for you and me to gush over 4-H and I'm exactly. mad about it. Right. And, and it was the place where, you know, 4-H was really where Brad and Emily met. And without that, we probably wouldn't have a podcast. So yay 4-H. Yeah. Yeah. 4-H is responsible for the Moose Room. That's right. At least That's they're responsible for the dynamic duo. That's right. Exactly. Sorry, Joel. I think we'll uh, call it a wrap there. And if you have any scathing rebuttals uh, please send them to dr joe armstrong today 
with that, if you have any uh, suggestions, uh, what you'd like us to talk about, feel free to email us at themoosroom at umn.edu. That's T-H-E-M-O-O-S-R-O-O-M at umn.edu. Follow us on Twitter at umnmoosroom and at umnfarmsafety. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for U of M Extension Dairy and Beef and U of M Extension Farm Safety. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. It was just us rambling, which I love. Yeah. Um...